Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, Marcy. Oh, Anything God. different or new <laughs> this um, week? <laughs> I guess we have some people here with us. That's very exciting. We're doing our first live episode. We're acting like total imbeciles. Yeah. Being too excited about it. But I think that's, that's absolutely. Uh, look, I've been in my house alone for over a year so this is very exciting for me <laughs> look this is more humans than i've interacted with uh yeah is in a so long i can't even think straight i'm like giddy <laughs> oh my gosh um well we'll get to our amazing crew that's hanging out with us and watching uh we'll get to some q a at the end but it is so fun for anybody who's listening to this episode marcy and i are just used to seeing each other mm-hmm. and we're looking at 136 other faces, um, which is just beyond belief. So I will say that Jess always looks this great. Oh, please. But I definitely am wearing makeup for the first time in a long time. So you look beautiful. You always look beautiful. You have perfect skin. All that matters. Listening blue eyes. (laughs) They're not blue. I've told you that many times. I I don't know know why you do this. (laughs) Um, I'm glad you caught my accidental nay. (laughs) (laughs) You have beautiful, uh, what I can't even think. Okay. So guys, I cannot believe this is the beginning of the end of keeping up with the Kardashians. I can't either. I felt I, it sort of snuck up this, even though we have truly been counting down for, I mean, truly so, so long. uh, It really snuck up. Also, you know what I realized Marcy, that we didn't, um, that we didn't talk about. There was that huge event on Saturday, last Saturday here in the Rose Bowl and Nobody, there was no, I kept searching for news about it. For anyone who hadn't heard about it, there was going to be a big premiere in here in SoCal at the Rose Bowl, like um, a drive-in thing. And, and I was like, we were going to go. And then we, it was waitlisted immediately. And, um, and then I kept waiting for news about it because I was sure that they were going to do a surprise appearance. No, we didn't get tickets. We got waitlisted like so quickly. I, oh, someone on TikTok I saw went, okay. I was just sort of like, it just felt like it came and went and it was this huge event and it's fine. It seems like no people watched and then drove home, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised. I, I would hope that someone would show up at least. I don't know. Like what's the point of going to the, that's so much traffic to watch a show. I know I was like, did they make everybody go drive? For anyone who doesn't know the Rose Bowl, they have a lot of events there now and it's a nightmare to get in and out of. That's like not built for the size of it. I had like a hellacious experience seeing Beyonce. It was wonderful, but hell to get in and out. And um, anyways, yeah, we don't need to dwell on that, but it was just that I thought that was gonna be this big kickoff to the week of like, oh my God, you know, Kim came out and Saint did a backflip and I don't know, it's just something crazy. Yeah, someone wrote, LOL, not even food god, not even food, honestly, I bet he was there and no one cared, (laughs) right, poor food god, Um, God. well, I figure since we have so much stuff going on in this episode, should we just jump into the news, okay, Jess, what do we got here? 
Okay, we're getting to news. Well, I think we can work backwards. There was just this week. So we know that Kim is feeling herself. She is a newly single woman. Uh, and it's it's very interesting. Every post feels so thoughtful in terms of like what she is letting us know about her divorce self life. And so this week we really got Kim cutting loose. Uh, oh, that party her, last that night? That game night. Yes, the St. Patrick's Day game night. So big week. Obviously, it's Rob's birthday. Congratulations, Rob, on another year and more socks. And the same night, the same night, Kim and Courtney had a game night with uh, some OGs there. Uh, who all was there? We had Steph Shep. We had Khadija. Adrian was there. And then it was like a bunch of the like very thin white women who work at Poosh. (laughs) I, Sarah Howard, is that her name? Sarah Howard? Yes. She's like the COO of Poosh or something like that, right? She was rip roaring drunk. (laughs) She was so drunk. She was like dancing around. They were like bragging about their vaccines. Uh, And I, I have a theory that like, to be fully honest, I got my first vaccine on Monday. Yes, I wasn't going to share for you, but I thought people would want to know. B-M-I, B-M-I. Uh, when they asked, <laughs> uh, how are you eligible? I was like, B-M-I. <laughs> the lady was like, oh, so- I just meant like pre-existing condition or whatever. <laughs> uh, and so far, so good. I never, actually, I never had any reaction. So that was nice. Oh, I'm so glad. Because the last time I got a flu shot, I was, it was, it was, that took you out. Yeah, that really took you out. Um, but so yeah, they were bragging about the vaccines. And I have a feeling that rich people have been having them for months, like no matter what. I think like they're, they're probably like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The vaccine is so new and it's so great that it's now here for sure. It's new. They're like, (laughs) Ouch. Oh, I just got it. (laughs) Which is fine. We're months in, months in, (laughs) as you can tell by the comfort with which they share their space. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It must, it must be nice. Must be nice. Feel that kind of security of being a millionaire and light uh, went off. (laughs) What light? I had a little light, a little, it doesn't matter. Guys, her tech things will roll with. That was, that was a big one, though. Your ring uh, light. <laughs> what can you do? I think I didn't charge it. Um, but so this party was very. Uh, well, the thing that I wanted to ask you: what was this harness that they like? This harness that um, they had on Courtney. Not because I'm asking you, because I'm expecting you. Oh sure, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, this is a new device that I have never seen before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Well, it looked like. How would I describe it? Like a wrestling belt? Yes, that's what I thought it was at first too. Like one of those big like wrestling belts or like what someone would wear to lift heavy boxes. But it had two handles on the side and immediately who grabs it? So it's on Courtney's little body and then Steph Shep grabs it and just starts thrusting into her. Uh, (laughs) Her little body just like flying all around. (laughs) Yeah, she's so used to it though. Courtney gets manhandled. She loves it. She's tiny, little (laughs) spinner. So yeah, they were simulating sex on one another all night long. (laughs) Just having the best old time. 
Kim was trolling. She was being very funny for Kim. She was calling everyone losers. Uh, yes, we'll get to that. Um, oh, people are requesting that Tim say hi. You oh. know what is so incredibly dorky? Tim is on a live stream Twitch right now at the other end of the house. You guys. Could you- what could be more pathetic than a married couple where one is doing a live Zoom for her podcast and the other guy is on? Yeah, my, the Lego man. He's well, on. He'll wrap up. I, I'm sure you'll see him in the corner. I'll, oh I'll my rope him gosh. In. I hope he dances for us. <laughs> I just was like, oh, we're lame. That's very. He's like, I'll have my Twitch at the same time, though. Well, tell him we need the bandwidth on uh, the Internet. So, um, uh, yeah, they were like. People are praying for him. Yeah, yeah, they were partying hard last <laughs> night. Uh, it must, it must be so weird for Kim to like. I mean, she's been alone for almost a year now, like very close to at least three fourths of a year. She's been yeah. without Kanye around her, so I don't think she's missing that part. But the identity of a single person. I mean, we we were watching Kim and Courtney and Kim take New York, and it's it's hard for her to be a single person. So I can't imagine what she must be feeling right now. I'm sure a lot of relief too, right? Like she seems light as a feather. She seems like breezy. She's loving it. She wore like a big Luke while for the game night while everyone else was like not wearing makeup. And I uh, predicted Kim in color after Kanye. You did. You did. Mm-hmm. The the nudes go out the window. Bye-bye beige. I, I would love a color. Like I would love if Kim became like kaleidoscopic. <laughs> like just <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> kaleidoscopic hard for hard word. I look, it's just it's how I see her. She's a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good for Kim. She was having a fun night. Um, speaking of fun, this was very exciting. This week, we oh. know that Courtney and Travis are going strong. We were big. We're big fans. We're really excited, rooting hard. This was the first. I would call them in the classic tabloid parlance, t- canoodling picks is did what you, I would call these. Did you dub them, Kravis? <laughs> no, um, what's her name? Not skinny, not fat. She calls them Kravis, and now I've absorbed it. I give her mm. credit. Um, you don't. You disagree. <laughs> I just feel like it gives Travis too much ownership of that relationship. I agree with that. She does erase her a little bit, but and she gets I, the head of the. She gets the head of the name at least. I guarantee you, Courtney wears the pants in every relationship that she has. Yes, undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, no. Oh, Chortney's. <laughs> I like Chortney. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the the link for everyone if they just want to see the cute little canoodling pic. Is that cool, Jess? Yes. Oh my god, please. Sharing links is a great idea. I hadn't even thought of that. Um, so now you can we- see the very news stories that we uh, paraphrase awkwardly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Where is the pic now? Are they just showing us a stupid video here? Oh, the pics, if you scroll down, she is like enveloping him. This is a real cozy snuggle. See, yes, it is the canoodliest, Kate. It is very, it's like, it's like, it doesn't even read like new couple to me. I think that's what struck me. And that makes sense because they have a long history. It feels like, oh, this is, this is like an in love long time couple, you know? 
Oh, it just really hit me in my heart. I've like been, they just felt so real. Like, have you seen them on their date? We've known about it for a long time, but this was like, look at these two people and how their bodies fit together and how like snuggled in they are. I know it's sort of amazing, especially in comparison to this week's episode where you have this feeling of Scott still like holding out hope that they're going to get back together. Yeah, what a subtext of the whole his whole storyline. We'll get to it, but because I've, I, you know, I don't know if this is a forever. Because again, they said they wanted to destroy one another, so maybe this is like a burn hot and fast sort of flame between them. But there's something there that that <laughs> I don't want to quote Beauty and the Beast, but that I. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Must be something there that wasn't there before. Uh, I don't know if those are exactly the lyrics, but um, yeah, there they, they got a hot thing going on. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. Drummers. I think they're Drummers. very sexy. Drummers. They can move all of their appendages at once. <laughs> also, I had not appreciated how absolutely microscopic Courtney's purse is. <laughs> So someone, someone said her teeny Prada, teeny Prada. It's so little. <laughs> oh my gosh. Am I the only person excited for a potential pick of Courtney and Machine Gun Kelly? <laughs> Wait, someone wrote to hook up with, I assume you mean drummers, hook up with them, but don't marry them. I was married to one for 12 years. <laughs> I mean, there's a stereotype for a reason, especially with musicians. Um, so I that was a big thrill. First canoodle picks, very exciting. Yes, um, yes. So then Chloe, there was a thing this week where, now this is a little bit layered, where somebody made a TikTok about comparing how the constant comparison uh, of like the Kardashians from their old photos to their new photos. And it was this like very kind sort of defense of like, which I I understand. I agree with to a point, but it was like, why do we compare them? Did did you see this? I just have to say, we must pause to, we try not to, I don't like to talk about people's bodies too much. I know we do. We dip into it. I always feel a little bit of guilt about it. However, Chloe's lips in some uh, some of her latest, what was it? Was it, it was advertisement for something, but I cannot remember what it was. And oh yeah, what was lips, it? It was not her migraine medication. No, no, it's something that just came out this past week. Ipsy. The, yes. yes, yes, the Ipsy video. Yes, oh, I see, don't know. we need this every week. <laughs> wait, I, wait, I have a new theory. Okay. So her lips, if you haven't looked, go check out what Chloe's lips are looking like this week. However, maybe I was wrong. And she just got that vaccine, the Moderna vaccine that causes, if you have had fillers in the last two weeks and get that Moderna vaccine, it'll poof you out a little bit. It's not permanent, but that, <laughs> that may be what was happening with her lips. Yes, no. It's like, it's like if the, the, it, no, it's not the same. I was going to say, it's like the thing, the chemical that turns your pee uh, purple in a pool. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's an urban 
legend. I was going to say, I actually don't think it's a real thing, but um, anyway, so all to say that her lips were looking uh, extra interesting lately. Well, she's had a new head for a while <laughs> and we support it. We encourage it. We've been along. We've been on the road of the, their new faces for as long as, as everyone has. But, um, you know, the idea of being like hurt by the responses to it is a, it, I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree that it's hurtful. If you hear hurtful things, you get to be hurt. That doesn't, just because you have a face and people see it, yes. doesn't mean it doesn't hurt you. Now, you're putting it out there. I'm not going to say you're asking for it, but <laughs> I think you're assuming that it's, no one will notice if it looks weird or you're hoping, like, with, like, your best friend would be like, no, 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 it looks great. So, like, you're like, I hope that's true. Yeah. However, hundreds of thousands of people are telling me now that it's not. Anyway, so what was this defense that she had? So it was like an, a nice man made a TikTok being like, hey, stop comparing the old pics. That's not fair. This is what Chloe looked like in 2008, which is fair. And he was like, if we all use photos of what we looked like 10 years ago, that'd be crazy. And she responded, if you can believe it. Um, and so she wrote back, I don't want anyone to kiss my ass. I'm not asking for that. But what I am asking for is for people to realize just what articles like this do, does to someone's soul and confidence. I'm so very grateful and appreciative of anyone who stands up to bullying or people writing stories simply for clickbait. Defending someone, especially when we don't know one another, makes my heart happy. That's the person I am. I like to defend what is right. Thank you, everyone, for your sweet comments. And thank you, at Mac and Casey, for being so kind. Um, just a nice exchange between a fan and Chloe. I will say, almost every time you write a paragraph and you're about to click post, <laughs> you probably don't need to. No. You know, if it's a personal email or something, sure, but... Nah, you probably don't need to hit post on that one. Not that this is bad. I'm just saying like you're giving us a lot of your emotional energy in that moment. Yes. So it's just something else for people to latch on to. Also, maybe she's doing another round of IVF. We don't know. We don't <laughs> like, know. Yeah. We don't know. And yeah, it's like, you know, somebody, Kate said, it, honestly, part of it is that she keeps filming herself with filters. I agree. That's a lot of what creates the like dissonance when then you see non-filtered photos is because, and even in this week's episode, like they film themselves with these crazy filters and then we see them how they look and they look great but it's like a totally different face than what they've been posting now i sent it to you that so kindle's coming out with a perfume line that i honestly i think i might like kindle's perfume better than kim's because yeah i like a more masculine i'm assuming it's some more masculine like leathery kind of scent i do uh, too i didn't know we had a similar scent vibe oh yeah i you know what i love sandalwood that's a big oh, one I like. Mm -hmm, me too. Mm -hmm. So, but Kim and Kendall are are doing promo for it this week. And I was like, okay, these faces are new and I like them. Yes. To Marcy's credit, that's literally exactly what you sent me. <laughs> I was like, I like these. I, look, these faces are very different and I like them. They're good looking faces. They look like that Emily uh, Ratchachachachi. What is oh. her name? <laughs> I, I don't know um, what it is. 
Radikowski, I think. Okay. Who, yeah, R- I don't know. Ratchachachachel. I like yours though. Yours is a lot more like has some old razzle dazzle to it. <laughs> All I know is when I saw that woman in the blurred lines videos, I was like, I have never seen tits like that. Bravo. I mean, Bravo. It's a body. It's a real body. So uh, someone in the comments said, Andy Cohen said this week when he went to Chloe's house for his new show, which I can't wait to watch, um, that they brought him for a COVID test and said when they get to Chloe's, if the second gate opens, it means he's tested <laughs> negative for COVID. Um, I too what? listen to Bitch Sesh, so shout out Bitch Sesh. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is such a funny way to tell someone what a weird world test it negative <laughs> the gate opens that feels <laughs> that feels like if i was a rich person how i would want to find out all the time <laughs> a gate to a mansion opens and you're like oh phew, phew. Um, now someone did comment that they're using so many tests now I, this is a little insider thing that for television for any filming they're using so many tests they really are because those people on camera can't wear masks so they have to know that people are testing negative although things slip in sometimes there's a false negative or whatever i only say that because i have to shoot something next week and i have to get COVID tested tomorrow or a shoot a few days later uh, and it's like, uh, I wonder if they're going to stick it down my throat or my nose. I don't know. But it's like a weird part of the industry where I sort of feel weird that we are using so many tests on productions. But at the same time, you're like, I mean, I guess unless you shut everything down. I mean, sort we, of we, need, thing? Yeah. we need the shows. We need our stuff. I mean, yeah. sorry. That's what did we learn this year? We have only content to help us survive. <laughs> So I, I'm fine with it. We gotta, we gotta get people tested and make, make the shows we need. I mean, like, what else are we doing? Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like, look, if, if, if succession season three isn't filming, I don't know what the plan is. (laughs) So sorry. I'm so excited that Salt Lake city, real housewives of Salt Lake city. Uh, They're already halfway through their second season. God, how fun is it when you find like the way things work now like that, where it is just like, surprise, it's filming. Surprise, here's season two. Oh, what a joy. Andy Cohen. Um, Okay, moving on. We have so much to get through. We haven't even gotten to the episode and we are going to be rusty at recording full length episodes. So we we have to keep these people entertained. Let's just, we'll be breezy. We'll just be breezy. That's what we're going to We'll be breezy. Okay. So... Caitlyn Jenner announced that she is a part of Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 20. She is very coy. She did an entertainment with Entertainment Tonight. She said, put it this way. I am in the final season. God, she's annoying. Let me just put it to you this way. I'm in the final season. Oh, God. Christmas hate her so much. I know. She said, over the 10 years I did the show, I really, over the 10 years I did the show, I really enjoyed doing the show. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It really brought my family very close together. We went through a lot. I think I probably had some of my best conversations with my kids on camera. Oof. I don't know that that's good, Caitlin. Okay. A lot of times, you know, things happen and as a parent, you're going, oh, I better talk to the kid about that. And you just don't do it quickly. You know, you kind of, it's uncomfortable, but with the show, you have to talk to them about it like right now. So I think it really brought the family closer. 
Um, and then they asked Caitlin about Kim and Kanye. And it was funny because all the headlines were like, Chris weighs in on the Kimye divorce. Caitlin weighs in. They both gave the same classic Kardashian non-answer. I was like, what is it? And it was just like, I wish them the best. Uh, I love Kim. I love Kanye. I mean, we really had a good relationship and I hope the best for both of them. But to find out what's going on, you're going to have to talk to them. Uh, so good job. Good Honestly, job keeping a zipped lip. Not her strong suit. I was going to say, <laughs> this is good for her. Normally she's like telling everyone's business all the time. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that that was the condition of whatever this like uh, appearance is, uh, this season 20 right. appearance. I'm sure they were like, we will literally let you do a scene if you shut the fuck up. Like, you just shut up. And she was like, okay. <laughs> now, I, people are asking if we got to see Caitlyn on The Masked Singer. I did I not. I did it. Oh. Do you know what happened? It was actually very funny. Tim was like, <laughs> when we were watching TV, he's like, how about Caitlyn on The Masked Singer? And I was like, What? And he was like, did I just tell you something you didn't know? <laughs> I was like, I had no idea. And he was like high off of giving me Car Jenner news. Oh my gosh. What is your equivalent of that for him? Like the. Oh God. If I, what would it be? You know, if I saw a picture of a steak. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> saw some delicious cheeseburger <laughs> he's such a man he's just a manly man right yeah a man who has a twitter alter ego that's a horny woman <laughs> oh my gosh. somebody in the comments mentioned uh uh, Linda underwear and I was very appreciative oh my um, gosh if anyone people do everyone a favor if someone's got it up drop a link for everyone to follow Linda underpants Linda underwear underwear right how dare you it's underwear underpants is a different region of, of yeah the definitely now. not as filthy as uh here I'll share my husband's insane uh Twitter it's account so funny because I mean, you'll hopefully he'll pop on to say hello. It's such a funny alter ego for him because although he's very funny and I've seen him in many sketch shows and his show Birthday Boys on the IFC. So I know that he's like very funny, but he's not like, uh, I don't know, like talking to him one on one. He's not like. He's not, he's not like, a big goof. No. Yeah, he's not like a the I don't want to say life with the party. It's not what I mean. Um, he's no fun no. at all, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but. he's a big wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like attention. Like he doesn't no. need attention. Yeah, he uh, he's always been very clear on like having being like I have outlets. I don't need to be that guy, um, which is really nice. But yes, then you go click on his Instagram or his Twitter, and it's truly unbelievably filthy don't let your children see it and then jess is like i don't get it while she walks around like a peacock in her house <laughs> <laughs> he like found figured out how to online shop and like stole all my sites like depop and all the places and he bought all these shirts that are just like tabasco print like uh, tony soprano wears a really famous tabasco print polo shirt in sopranos and he was kept being like how's it feel Treasures come for me now. Wild, big wild shirts come for me now. And I was like, don't you dare edge in on this. Treasures come to me now. But I call my stuff. Anyways, enough about my life. Mm -hmm. Let's get back to the fam. Um, so Caitlin, yeah, she, and oh, this is actually to the mask to the mass singer of it all. I have not seen it. I can't wait to go back and look, but this quote made me laugh. In the same interview, 
uh, talking about being on Masked Singer, uh, Caitlin revealed the hilarious reaction her daughters, Kendall and Kylie, had after she told them about competing on season five of The Masked Singer. Uh, she said, I'm excited for my family to see this. I had to keep this a big secret. But of course, my son, Brandon Jenner. Oh, my God. An ad popped up in the very place I was reading. See, uh, this is everybody gets to see how the sausage is made. OK, uh, of course, my son, Brandon, knew because he was helping Kendall and Kylie. When I told them I was doing the mass Singer, they gave me this strange look and said, Dad, why are you doing this? <laughs> I love it, though. No matter how much money or how famous, you still have a child who thinks you're so lame. Oh, my God. And telling the story excitedly when it's them being like, ew. <laughs> you know what it's like? <laughs> so Jess and Trish and I had a, a Zoom hangout earlier this week, and we talked about the Billie Eilish doc, which highly recommend. Uh, but we were talking about Billy and her brother Phineas like ragging on it, their dad being like, ugh, ugh, of course you would say that you don't write, you don't write songs. You don't know what you're talking about. I was like, <laughs> oh, how horrible to have like the coolest pop star children be like, oh, lame. Oh God, my dad. <laughs> oh God. It was just that quote made me laugh so hard. They just, you can just hear it. You can hear the whole thing. Um, and then, uh, really the last piece of news I did think was really, uh, something impressive, um, which is that this week it was announced impressive is the wrong. We have a lot of opinions about billionaires. We've talked about this many, many times, but Kanye West is officially as of this week, the richest black American, uh, according to Bloomberg news, he, his net worth is beyond six billion now this includes yeezys uh adidas yes. gap and investments so it's it's all of it combined I, you know so um but he has about 122 million in cash or stocks which again i'll go back to it it wasn't that long ago i maybe oh. five years ago that kanye was talking about how he was 55 million dollars or 53 million dollars in debt and kim was like no we're, we're doing good though now aren't we and so I think this is a man who had, you know, someone behind him helping him do yeah. get get to here. You know, it's like that whole like behind every man is a great wall. I don't know what the saying is actually. I gave up in the middle of it, but I liked it. Well, Katia, Katia, I don't know if I'm saying your name wrong. Says Forbes corrected it to one billion, which might be true. This is as of today. This was on CBS News, so we'll happy to go back and check. But the thing that so to people's question, yes, this puts Kanye West ahead of a small crowd of Black U.S. billionaires. That includes Tyler Perry. Jay-Z, uh, Michael Jordan, and Oprah, uh, which is, if true, truly historic and wild. Well, someone wrote, Oprah has been silenced. <laughs> <laughs> Was she silenced? God, what an absolute icon. Oh, I've gone down such a rabbit hole on the whole monarchy, guys. I, I was already watching The Crown. Um, okay, is it time? Do we go to our recap now? Yeah, I know there were people who asked us to cover the drunk getting ready video. Look, we're just going to be honest with you. We didn't get a chance to watch it. You guys are here. We're friends. We'll be honest with you. Uh, sorry to let you down. I'm I guessing they're beautiful and it's they're young and it's fun and they get drunk and we see a lot of 818 tequila. That's my attempted recap. 
Yeah. If someone says it's one of the better Kylie videos, in my opinion. Well, okay. That's not the highest bar, but also. <laughs> I really liked the, I really like seeing them drunk. I really do want to watch it. I just didn't get a chance to. I liked the videos of that night of them just wilding out at Kylie's office. <laughs> it is very true, though, that when Kylie's drunk, you're like, ah, that's who you are. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. That's the real you. Yeah. Uh, in a way I mean, that you're like, you know, because she's so um, much more, I think, aggressive than she comes off and like her yeah, well, aloof I vibe. I thought about it a couple weeks ago. Um, I was in Palm Springs and I, I told you I, I saw two cans, the drag bar uh, show where they where the whole Palm Springs episode is where they things go completely off the rails between Kendall and Kylie. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the place. Well, crazy <laughs> Kylie came out and a huge fight broke out and Corey was not great. No, I actually now I'm sad because someone just typed in that uh, Kylie gets drunk and cries about Kendall's acne. And I actually think that's very funny. I actually, I saw this when I was researching headlines. I was like, oh, man. And I was it sounds like they talk about how like that it's Kylie reacting like it's Kylie crying for Kendall's acne and how hard it was for her. I oh feel gosh. sad we missed that it. is like the one of the more narcissistic things someone can do <laughs> is when they cry for you because then they're taking your thing and making it about themselves. Also, whatever, it doesn't matter. But she just didn't have acne that long. So <laughs> <laughs> They haven't had anything that long. Anything they've <laughs> suffered has been two and a half years <laughs> before well. they were billionaires. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, the proactive. Do you remember, isn't that funny? You remember when it was like, huge announcement coming huge huge kendall's going to reveal kendall will be revealing and then we were all like oh it's a proactive partnership but okay. i think even more interesting so let's think of it from kendall kendall's like mom's handling this deal we're gonna do some publicity i'm gonna like tell everyone i have acne and then all of a sudden there's 10,000 articles they're like Kendall's coming out she's coming out she's gonna tell everyone that she's gay and, and I even imagine Kendall being like what the fuck that's not mom and Chris is like what a big what, swill of the tea <laughs> what oh is that what happened oopsie oops I was drunk bye <laughs> oh, we both cough. <laughs> I choked on my own spit Oh gosh. Yes. I think Rob is appearing in this season um, to, to Cindy's question. I, I've, I don't know where we saw that, but I feel like that was actually in something that we will act. We will see Rob. He I, didn't do a big coy interview about it, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I don't no know big surprise. They, they're letting him do. <laughs> um, okay. So are we going to recap now? Is that what's happening? I think we're going to do this. So okay. this is going to be a big trend. We've been in the vintage ups, the 22 minutes. So we're back into the big honker full, uh, full hour longs. Um, so we'll go by storyline, right? Absolutely. So this is again, okay. season 20 premiere. Is it, I didn't get the title. Is it oh, it is of, the last first recap. Sorry. Yes. I didn't get the title either. I forgot to look. I think it's the beginning of the end or that's what I feel like it is. Yeah. Well, let's, let's we'll decide that it's beginning of the end. So we got three storylines. We got Kim studying for her baby bar. And then we have Scott and Sophia. Mm -hmm. And then we have Chloe with her 
fertility and the future of her crew of kids. So crew with a K. Where should we start, guys? Beginnings and endings. That's what I would Beginnings say. Let's endings. let's start with Scott because it's the start, and then we can follow Scott through because we start with him at the very top. Got it. Okay, so okay. we're at Scott's house. I assume it's Scott's house. They actually did not tell us whose house it was. Did you clock that? Oh, I didn't. I thought it. I I assumed it was Scott's because we were in his closet. But good eye. But you know, they always tell us like Kim's house, Chloe's house, whatever. So uh, we have Scott and Chloe because for some reason they have all of their scenes together. It's very strange. Oh my God. And they even did like a back, they did like a back to back of them, which yeah. they are, never do. I was like, okay, I guess. But I mean, that's what's so funny is with, with Courtney most, I mean, Courtney's here so far. Anyways, we get a lot of them is the, yeah. is the headline. Yeah. So we find out that Sophia has moved out. Yeah. This conversation went in a very squirrely way. It was like, in the closet like where's some um, Sophia stuff is there stuff here are you guys together what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yes. and he lean in compared it to a, a COVID divorce he's like you know a lot of couples getting divorced during COVID yeah yeah a lot of a lot of you know 19 year olds living with <laughs> their 30 something year old boyfriends. It's the same as a divorce. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also Chloe, like Chloe was also basically accused him of being a hoarder. <laughs> She's like, Oh my God, you have so much stuff. And then he said like hoarding. And she said, no, like options. Like options. <laughs> uh, so funny. Uh, I think the next Scott scene is with Courtney, right? Um, uh, talking about the vibes of the house yes yes they we we find out that they're we've already sort of set up that they're going to be because they can't go on their usual summer trip they've rented this unbelievable house in malibu i uh, didn't google diana jenkins I but did. kim said okay okay so she is a socialite uh she is from I want to say, gosh, she was Bosnian. She's Bosnian. Okay. She has an energy drink line, but of she course was, she does. <laughs> but she was uh, married to someone very, 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 uh, someone in, a financier. So this house is worth one hundred and twenty-five million dollars, and it's a compound. It's multiple homes. Uh, 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 it was. You're gonna love this. <laughs> The previously it was owned by Kenny Rogers. Okay, Kenny, get it. My God. Well, it wasn't worth that much back when she bought oh it. It was God. more like twenty million dollars, and it's appreciated in value that much. It's yeah, two seventy degree view. Yes, <laughs> this house was wild. So I mean, when Kenny Rogers bought it, though, well, he had it. He got in trouble. By the, from the California Coastal Commission because he installed a funicular. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, wait, like Angel's Flight? Yes, yes, because I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the steps that go all the way down to the beach? No, I missed it. They're like a quarter mile, a quarter mile. It's so long. <laughs> no. So Kenny- Chris being, ain't doing that. Kenny ain't doing that. Chris would die. She would topple head over feet, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, Kenny got in trouble for his coastal, <laughs> coastal commission. Uh, I really do love the idea. Anuncular of is for anyone who's asking, I'm sorry, I cut you off. It is a weird, like, it's like a little sort of tram, right? That goes mm -hmm. up the hill. Yes. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. That's it. That's it. Uh, I just thought that was very, very funny. Uh, good for Diana Jenkins for having 
Good for her. And Kim being like, oh, yeah, we had Saint's birthday here. (laughs) No, another little like, this is so dumb. But the way they work is, so Diana put the house on the market over the summer. Mm. And that's when Kim was Mm. staying there. So this is a, oh, I, I rented it from a friend, but this is a business deal. It, well, yes. to use her name is so unusual. So it was like, it felt very pronounced. And I was like, I have in my notes, Google Diana Jenkins. And I didn't, um, um, but my friend did. I did love though, when Courtney and Scott are talking about it, Courtney's like, <laughs> it's like um, of a certain era. <laughs> I wish we all just got scenes that were like not a storyline. And it was just like, I would watch more of just Scott and Courtney describing the vibe of that house (laughs) as they understand it. She was like saying it's dated though. Like, yeah, it's like a vibe of an era. (laughs) You must remember that Courtney has been in architectural digest multiple times. Yes. And historically nags everybody else's house. Um, (sighs) So Courtney is swilling what looks like a big, beautiful spritzer. It is kombucha. And, uh, and that was disappointing because I really wanted it to be wine. I knew better. Of course she's not. And she asks, she checks in what's going on with you and Sophia. I heard you guys are on a break yes. and we get this sort of like long rambling answer from Scott about, you know, people come into our lives and maybe they think it's easier than it is, you know, to be, and she's like, like how? (laughs) And he's like, well, you know, to be with us, you know, we come with a lot of baggage. He also made that great joke earlier about, you know, his designer, his designer baggage, but baggage. Um, And that, you know, the whole, the whole issue being their deal and how it relates to their other partners, should they have them says it multiple times that one of his priorities is making sure that Courtney's okay, taking care of Courtney. Uh, And he's saying like, he's going to always put, he's telling her, I'm going to always put Courtney before other people. And to that Courtney says, Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> no, not what a profound thing to say to your ex and who the mother of child is like, I, you can tell he's like vulnerable as he's saying it. He's like taking care of you. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I like wrote it in quotes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh and then God, it's brutal. He even talks about, because we know they go on vacations together because over the summer we, we had some speculation. Maybe they're getting back together, but no, they're just co-parenting. And he talks about like, you know, maybe one day we even live together again. We don't know, right? And I was like, oh my <sighs> gosh, Scott, do not do that to yourself. I know he throws it in right at the end. It's- just like, and or we're, and maybe we live together and maybe, maybe we're in bed and it's the same bed and we're kissing. Anyways, who knows? what the future holds we don't know Courtney's like well you know eventually we could you know make changes and prioritize differently and he's like I don't hear you no it's not happening no this is very much Scott in this zone uh not wanting to face what we know is coming um which is weird it's so rough and of course we and like everyone's saying in the chat that's what's always so crazy like I root for them too. There's just like, especially because we split our time in these vintage recaps. And for anyone who's been listening, listening along for the New York season, they're like the most in love that I've ever seen them ever. And it's so, it's so weird to jump from like a decade and yeah. to see, to see them like just, yeah, but they're in a good place. They worked really hard to get there. And Courtney's like, you know, I really want him to prioritize himself, which is basically saying like, I don't feel the way he feels. But it's also <laughs> a historical problem with Scott 
that yeah. Scott's trying to behave so that Courtney will accept him when that's not what his problem is. It's that he's not taking care of his own issues and accepting himself. And she's maybe not able to articulate, maybe doesn't want to say it because she doesn't want him to have the hope that like, yeah. but it's like, I can't be with you because you can't be with yourself. Yeah. And that there is so much, he leans on his attachment to the family as such a rationale too, as if like putting greater distance between him and Courtney would like sever the, the, the love and the support he clearly needs and wants so much from the rest of the family. But like the, the what we get later on, they don't yeah. feel that way. So uh, then we have <laughs> Scott and this Chloe. Whole, like, runner about Scott and Chloe is it's like, heavier handed than it ever has been their romance yes <laughs> yes their forever romance back when they used to like why am i thinking they were in a bathtub once together because they started a podcast called the lord and his lady in a bathtub and courtney was, was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> rightfully so so but scott is talking about this this oh you could it's just cute you can sit out here by the ocean uh <laughs> uh and Chloe's like, we can have our snacks. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. I was like, oh my God, he's so desperate for any of them to like him. It truly was like a mom yelling oh. to her kid, being like, yeah, we'll have our snacks later. Awesome, mom. Oh God. <laughs> he was so oh, happy. God. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's like, so I, I saw that you're spinning the fourth with Sophia. Is that in their call sheet or is it like in a shared It sounded calendar? like it was after the fact. Oh, I the, understood okay. this as after the fact because because she's like, how did it go? And then I laughed because he was like, it went good. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't mean it went good. Well, that means something else happened. So he says they, you know, they talked about Sophia felt like she wasn't getting enough attention from him. And he was like, look, I spent three years with her. The best, the last of her teenage years, I, the least I could do is to take it slow and try again <laughs> the last of her teenage years i mean yeah when you when you run out that teen clock you you owe someone something yeah i mean she could have been in you a sorority yeah. teen back yeah she could have been in a sorority she could have traveled uh backpacked or done an internship but no she dated him <laughs> she could have been a valet somewhere uh, oh god it's so intense so so yes yeah, so they're making it work we also i also didn't realize that they had been together for three years at this point he like casually mentions it and i was like <laughs> yeah 19 20 21 i hate it and it's just so nice he moved on you know to someone older <laughs> <laughs> okay so then then we have the fam basically gossiping about them yes yes, yes. um we have Corey, chris kim kendall chloe all hanging out bikinis are out bods are out at the malibu house and they're like what is the deal what's the deal for Trying the most part they all sympathize with sophia too like they're all like kim's like i would not like that I'm going to say very quickly goodnight to Tima, who joined us from Iran, oh, thank who you. said it's 5.30 a.m. Thank you so much, Tima. And thank you to everybody international who needs to go to yeah. bed. Uh, this is just a thrill. Sorry. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. So, so there, yeah, Chris, Chris and Kim both say they wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, especially like 
Kim was saying, like, I wouldn't want someone to be like vacationing with their ex, just them, like not co-parenting, just the two, like, yeah, which everybody gets, you know, like, yes, it is this very unique relationship, but I think everybody's saying the same thing, which is just like, yeah, Kim's like, if I was in Sophia's shoes, I'd be like, this is absolutely not normal. And did you like, just to dissect what Kim says next about Courtney should have a bit more structure did we clock that? As far as her own sitch coming up around well, the corner? I think what she's saying is she's like, it's as if they're together, but no sexual anything. But I think maybe Kim believes it's more blurred than that. I see what you're saying. Okay. Because yes. she was saying there should be better boundaries with Courtney. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there is like, they seem to exist in a, and this is my theory always about all very rich, famous people, like mega celebrities, is that like, they're not adhering to a lot of our rules as it is, you know, like, well, but are you together or are you not? Like, I'm sure that happens with so many people who don't hate their exes. Yeah. But like, there's probably, I mean, without kids, people get back with their exes or they hook up or they like have a night where like, that was weird. We, I don't know, we blurred a line or whatever. So, and I think that's happening probably when it suits Courtney's needs. And maybe it's nothing more than just like cuddling on the couch or something or making him reach something high because she's so (laughs) little. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I took it as, and this is what Ariana says in the chat, as I heard it as like a very interesting foreshadowing of Kim mm. and like how she will approach, uh, obviously huge differences between the couples, but like the structure of her separation with Kanye and their kids. Uh, Well, like, but who knows? Kanye doesn't want to desperately be on their television show like Scott does. So it's yeah, just he's not reliant. <laughs> he is um, not exactly relying on Chris Jenner's uh, <laughs> yeah. scraps. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then out of the blue, Jess, Corey this says. so weird. Corey is so weird. Do people like Corey? Corey is so weird. Okay. I head mean, shaking now. Corey think... weirds me out so much. He's so oh, strange. Wait. Look how fast the chat went. <laughs> Also, we have a friend who's friends in real life with Corey and only says the nicest stuff. Uh, I just think he takes that with a grain of salt. He translates (laughs) as just the oddest man, Uh, (laughs) not mean or just odd. Lauren, odd bird. Lauren, I agree with you. Lauren says, I think something weird happened with Corey that they aren't talking about. And I agree. (laughs) I remember early on when Corey was around, there was like rumors that he was like, well, he was like going out with the girls. And it's like, what is he their security guard? That's when, that's when the staff stuff started. The joke started happening (laughs) because he was like always with Courtney at clubs or and I was like what is happening there I feel like he has crushes on too many of the daughters is the I agree I agree oh my god the comments are making me laugh so hard I like how much he dislikes Kendall (laughs) Kate says I'm from ATL never met a dude like him it's not a regional thing I, I would never have accused it of being an Atlanta thing. No way. Oh, God. But so when he says that really like knocked my socks off, he's like, well, you're all beautiful people. And Tristan's the man. That's my dog. And I was like, what? No he's one- not there. No one is talking about him. And it's like just a shout out to like Chloe's estranged partner. <laughs> and Chloe is like thrown off. She's like, oh, okay. Okay. Cool, man. But... I think 
I, well, I don't know why he said it. It doesn't, I don't know that he knows why he said it. It was very strange, but I was like, oh yes, he doesn't like Scott. Remember when Scott and Courtney both like tore in oh, the and the fight night at the restaurant. Uh, oh my God. Because Corey said he would beat Penelope's ass and who among us hasn't said they would beat Penelope's ass, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, Courtney doesn't need you because she already slammed a car door into her. <laughs> so. It's done. Uh, but yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I think he just really hates uh <laughs> someone was like Liz, enough about that guy. <laughs> Liz wrote, to be honest, Penelope would beat my ass. To be honest, I same here. <laughs> we should all be quaking in our boots over <laughs> Penelope when she's grown. You know what? I'm actually gonna shut the fuck up right now because I don't <laughs> I don't want none of that. I don't want yeah, none of her cool. smoke. <laughs> this is on record. So then we get our last scene. I love this scene. It was, so we get, they're outside at the Malibu house, Chloe's hanging and um, Kim, Kim struts out, Scott's hanging. Kissing Kim's ass. God, you, Chloe's like, you just think you're such hot shit, don't you? And Kim's like, thank you. And then she calls her a skinny bitch. And then they just start the scene. Great top of the scene in my book. And they're like, so what's going on with you and Sophia? Because last we knew they're working on it. And Scott, like a true reality drama queen says, it's taken a turn. And then he's like, bravo. He lets us know that he's like, just so you know, it's not my fault. It's definitely Sophia's fault. She wants me to push Courtney out of the situation. I was like, (laughs) I can't believe he is throwing her under the bus this way. Under the bus. Oh, if I'm, if I'm, look, if I'm in the Richie camp, if I'm Lionel Richie this morning, Lionel Richie and Nicole Richie. I hope they drove their asses over and gave, uh, I hope they gave Scott a piece. This is a real, real blaming in a pretty unrealistic way, but I don't know. What do I know? Do you think that Lionel Richie calls Kris Jenner when he gets upset about Scott? Like (laughs) they definitely know each other. Yeah. There's no world that they don't know each other as just like longtime LA celebs. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so we find out that, you know, she said it was me or Courtney and then Chloe's like, well, what about me? And he's like, or Kim or Chloe, you know, weird, weird addition to the conversation. (laughs) I had a thought though. I was like, should he become their like sister husband, but they're not wives. Somebody said this in the chat. So way, uh, way earlier in this, in this, they should, that they should be like a sister wives situation. (laughs) I don't know that any of them are sexually attracted to him anymore and i i get it and not to say that anything's wrong with scott physically but he's so hollow like his soul so like sad i mean everything might come back if we could get his eyebrows back to be very honest Um, that's what most scares me (laughs) just throw some dye on it scott it's not hard it's not hard an easy tint an easy tint no someone said he's still hot i agree he does not not about how he looks it's about the emptiness the soul the eyes the eyes are vacant the eyes are a little, um, they have a lot of, as they say, ennui. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he gets like, he, he really throws her under the bus. He says, you know, that she threw out this ultimatum. It's me or Courtney. I don't want to share you as a boyfriend with Courtney. And he says it was an impossible relationship. And, you know, it couldn't ever, he's never, ever going to give up the co-parenting. And then he like took it really dramatic. And he was like, I love, you know, he, he's like, I trust Courtney with my life. 
And I was like, I don't, I didn't know this, what we were talking, cause you're talking about trust and trusting your partner. And then he was like, I trust her with my life. And but it was like, was is it, she try, who's trying to kill you? Was it last season or is it coming up in this season about the rehab? It was last season. No, or I don't know. Uh, oh no, it was last season. It was last season. Yeah. So I think that is like the equivalent of like trusting her with his life, but absolutely this one thing that Kim said that I was like, Oh, she said, sometimes it's just time to cut the cord. And I was like, Oh, that means so many things to her in that moment. I felt like it was, yeah. Like almost her saying actually to him about Courtney, right? Yeah. Like, I'm out. Uh, like, and he's like, yeah, agreed. And it was like, I don't think you're hearing it the way I know. I think she meant about her and Kanye too. Mm -hmm. Well, then they were like, well, trust is the only thing. And all of them were like, yes. <laughs> and like scream answered. Um, like, all of our partnerships are complicated. All right. Should um, we jump to Kim's storyline? Yeah. Let's hop down to the baby bar. So we get to this Malibu beach house. Um, you know, they keep calling it cute. <laughs> and I'm like, that has to be pronounced that we have to call that out how much they called this hundred million dollar mega mansion cute. Cute. That's cute. It's cute. That's cute. It's cute. That's well, cute. guess what a hundred million dollars could get you in Calabasas? <laughs> You're paying for the view, people. You know what I'm saying? So uh we find out that Courtney has had to put tire uh, air in her tire for the first time since she was 16. <laughs> I was so glad she said it and they left it in. Do you like, think Greg, give me the least relatable moments, please? Do you think that <laughs> means her security team hates her? Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Remember her assistant on the plane? <laughs> Remember when she was talking shit about the lip liners that go in her? Was it uh, too many lip liners or not yes, the right lip liners? It was too many. How can she find the one? <laughs> yeah. If your tire is flat, it's because, and you're a Kardashian, it's because someone hates you. <laughs> <laughs> they were all the same color. Kate, thank you. That's what yes. it was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and then we have more of Scott and Courtney sorry Scott and Chloe being in love he makes a joke where he's like this is a nice way to wake up and I'm not talking about the view baby no thank you classic Scott's humor but just like no no thank How you however if we are gonna family stone it with anyone I do think that Scott being with Chloe makes the most sense. I, I do agree. I mean, they have chemistry. You can't deny it. I mean, it's as hot as Rob and Kim. <laughs> Look, in this episode, Chloe and Tristan are very clearly like coming around to being back together, but she still has more going on with Scott than she does Tristan. Yes, 100%. She's like more herself uh -huh. with Scott. So, oh, I love this I love part. it when Marcy refers to the family stone. I was thinking you love it so much. It's really cute. Oh, I... I, that's one of the most upsetting things. I do not like that storyline. I think it's so gross. <laughs> but it's I don't remember it. It haunts me. It's that Sarah Jessica Parker and is it Dylan McDermott? No, it's mm -hmm, one of those mm -hmm. guys. Uh, and then Owen Wilson, no, Luke Wilson and Claire Danes? No, I'm getting it <laughs> this all This is wrong. my favorite movie recap ever. <laughs> 
doesn't matter. All I know is that they swap, whatever. Uh, there were some white people in a house and it's they all swapped. Two sisters, two brothers, and the one is with, and they go like that. So they I switch it. it okay, okay, yeah. yes, I remember this. I saw this in theaters. I just don't remember it at all. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so Scott is trying out all the beds and he's got his fucking shoes on a bed. And let me tell you, Chris is like, I'm sorry, but those are frette sheets. Did you and, get the brand? I wrote down, what is this sheet brand? Oh, I looked it up. <laughs> Do you want to know how much one duvet cover costs? I'm so scared. Okay, go ahead. Throw a number out. Okay, duvet cover. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's the Hermes of sheets. Okay. Oh, God. Um, I'm guessing don't a let duvet. Them, don't look. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm going to say a duvet cover is $500. $1,300 for their cheapest. <laughs> Not their cheapest, they're cheaper ones. And they have one set. So I don't know what these cost, but $1,300 is like the average cost. And then okay. they have some limited edition that costs $8,000. <gasps> just the covers, just the duvet covers, not the, not a set. Well, Kara has the hot tip that the outlet has biannual sales where they are 80% off. Oh, look, so at, this is so useful. Is that just $1,000 then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad because I truly was like or wrote in my notes what is the sheet brand <laughs> oh I had to look it up because I sort of has started dabbling once I got my like, first like writing job you like, got great I sheets I remember I was very excited about your sheets but they're nothing compared to this and honestly I shouldn't have bought them at all I've been out of work since October what was I ever thinking <laughs> well you should still sleep really nicely you work hard I do I were I worked hard and now I sleep all day long uh <laughs> And then Chris calls him Goldilocks because he keeps testing every bed yes. <laughs> and throwing himself as they go room to room. And then he gets in the sad room, though. He got a sad he got a room that matches his sad eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was great. I love watching like a little bit of like the real world classic like room picking with this family because we don't usually get to see that of like, yeah. I'm this room. No, well, you're this room. And you, just the hierarchy on full display of Chris being like, no honestly <laughs> this is not you i would have loved to have seen this was like ramona <laughs> yes i would have loved to have seen like a, a real housewives version of this where we get to see how i'm sure courtney was nasty about it you know kim was like don't even fuck with me like mm -mm. Uh, she probably got her own house to herself even though she wasn't <laughs> going to be there so we get into her talking about the baby bar she's like quarantine's been really great for her how lucky how lucky for her the quarantine's been how great. great for her all around uh, <laughs> this storyline by the way made me laugh because it was like full repeat scenes where she just kept saying the same information to different people I over think she and was, over again she was like this is the most important story of the episode and we're like it's actually kind of not that big of a deal it's just you taking a test but important for boring. you but not for us <laughs> no um, huge for her life <laughs> yes uh so she's taking the baby bar she's really nervous only 20 percent of people who take the bar she didn't not the baby bar but the bar bar 
only 20% of people pass. And then Corey's like, Kim, you're going to pass on your first try. I love you. Uh, can I stick around more? I'd love to. <laughs> what do you need me to do for you, Kim? Kim, you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm sure Corey, to Corey, she is a genius. Absolutely. I, it's always, it's not insincere. It's just like, huh? <laughs> like, that's how Corey feels to me. Like, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, she, yes, she's talking about how it's public so people will know if she fails and then we learned that robert senior we all bless the ghost forever watching over us of robert senior always present on the show um robert senior uh he passed the first time and so you know pressure's on and then i laughed really hard it was very perfectly kim that uh they were like so what you know what are you most worried about and she's like the essays the essays the essays it's really hard you have to have all the info and they were like um what what do you feel the best about and it was like such an iconic moment to me of hearing kim's voice be like um i'm the best at criminal contracts and torts <laughs> i was like Ugh, i'm dead and you know what i fully believe she's a great she's going to be a great lawyer because, i can't wait i'm yeah. so excited i mean i don't know that she's ever gonna like step foot in a courtroom but God, I, I hope, and I'd love to see her outfit so much, so much. I think she'll just be someone who's like lobbying and stuff, though. Yeah, me too. I think it will be in name alone. So we are at Kim's house, and she's studying for the baby bar. Essentially, she's just doing flashcards with someone who's probably charging her so much per hour. <laughs> a man we never see. They say his name, they say his company, and it's just the back of a laptop. We well, maybe she's face. not. Maybe she's not paying a lot per hour. Maybe she's like, <laughs> "I'll give you a shout out if you help me study." <laughs> so uh she and she's wearing lucky pajamas i assume those are her skims right she's done oh yeah she does two skims plugs we get two episode. skims ads in this yeah two really solid skims ads which good for her i and did you a- know you can pass the bar if you have your skims pjs oh just absolutely. fyi <laughs> it's not just sensible it's sexy and smart um <laughs> marcy good <laughs> i don't know how i do it guys uh but I love that she's actually honest and she says that a lot of what she's doing is just memorization and she doesn't understand the actual concepts for some of it. And I was like, that's how I can tell she's the real deal because she's not pretending. She's letting us know yeah. that some of this is too complicated for her to grasp right now. And I think everybody relates to that, that feeling of where you're like, I'm, yes, I'm putting it in my head, but only so that I can walk out of and finish the test and it all falls out the other side, which is very different than like learning. Um, oh, somebody also says, uh, Barbary is like the course to take for bar prep. The guy is rich. He's paying him a lot. It's a huge national company that everyone uses. That's great. Good for him. Good shout out. Um, the next scene, Jess, Chris, I thought of you when I saw Chris in that caftan. Oh God. And her hair just like top, like in the wind out there on that bluff. Oh, this was Chris looks so good here. I truly did make a mental note. Like this is, this is, this is what I want. This is who I need to be. This is who you're going to be one day. You you've already gone. Your hair's darker now. So it's just a matter of another 14 inches being cut off. And there you have it, honey. (laughs) 14 inches. (laughs) Do I hear uh, someone in the background? I was going to say, hold up, Tim. Tim. And we need you. There's a big request for you to come say hi. <laughs> this All is right. exciting. Do you want to say hi? <laughs> sure. Right. I want to take my headphones out. Awasa. <laughs> 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 Look, 
Lego man. <laughs> Lego man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's the original. Pray, pray for you. <laughs> I'll pray for you, LMFAO. That's me, Lego man. Whoa. <laughs> watching your stream because i said you were streaming in the back oh hell yeah everybody's or their streaming. part or their person was yeah. watching oh my gosh. okay i pulled my headphones out like, why did I do that? <laughs> okay no not sorry you're really seeing life oh gosh <laughs> that is so funny jess i just love him doing the cabbage patch <laughs> yeah yep yeah. Yep, I pray for him. Oh. <laughs> Good ears, Marcy. I was like, is she gonna hear? I got very distracted because I was like, I do want to force him to come over, but how do I do it? Uh, <laughs> damn, no one could have prepared me for that dance. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. Uh, I'll just send him a thank you note. Um, oh, big cameo. So we have Kim, her test start. She's wearing her skims, of course. She can't look around. The room has to be empty. Uh, she has to be alone. She's wearing Depends. <laughs> but she's like, this was so confusing though. She was like, we bought Depends. I didn't have to wear them, but I wanted to have them. I pee the, I pee at my seat. I was like, what was the plan? What was the plan? Was it to pee in the seat or was it to pee in the Depends? Just let me know. <laughs> well, I think she means in that seat, she will pee in her Depends. And I, I think see. she was wearing them. Yes, no. I think, let's just say yes. Cause it's- also, gonna guess ahead of time jess i'm cutting off i'm sorry but i oh. believe she will have a a menstrual panty line <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> what do i mean like thinks or body body oh, or she'll put out i thought you meant like she'll will be able to see it on camera okay she'll put out <laughs> i see what you're a saying panty line yes, yes i was yes, like yes. i bet you will see a v my my mom told me that that like in the when she was school in like a teenager in the 60s that that was like the meanest insult a girl would be like um yes vpl and it meant visible panty line and it was like a huge huge insult oh. and you'd be like oh, i in, have a vpl in the fat community uh women are trying or anyone uh is trying to reclaim the vbl the visible belly line oh i love vbl oh yeah you know like uh when you can all of a sudden see someone's belly button through their shirt you're like you know oh. what let's just own it let's just have it why are we um, trying to hide everything that we all know is there ooh. always <laughs> um Abby, I'm sorry. Kim Pax is so smart. <gasps> Kim Pax, I love. Yes, oh. yes. Oh, I think I think Desiree uh, had, or Deborah had picked. Anyways, Kim Pax is genius. Yes. Um. So yes, we, we, we. She. I think you're absolutely right. I think she should and will launch a line like that, and I would be delighted. It was Deborah. Thank you, Abby. How honest. What an honest crew. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take credit. <laughs> so over in at the Malibu mansion, right? I assume. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. With old pal Allison Statler. Statter is setting up a party for after Kim's test. It's a surprise party. Chloe says, I thought we were all supposed to be wearing pajamas to this. <laughs> this is such a funny little hang where it's just sort of like nervy and you know just sort of an awkward milling daytime party you know like well, and if we place it in you know the middle of this for four months and four months since the pandemic so this is like july and everyone is getting tested to be there i don't think they're quite yet used to or the security of the testing yeah. and they should not have been so it's fine um so 
yeah, they're going to surprise Kim. She shows up. She's wearing no makeup. She's no makeup. Sweats. She runs to get some sanitizer as soon as she sees everyone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then she announces that she feels like she passed, that she is feeling good. And yeah, it's great. It's 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 a very cute moment. It's so sweet that Allison organized it. And then we find out that it's, again, it seems like there's people who really know this stuff. So maybe this is unsurprising. I was very surprised by having to wait two months for the results. I was like, oh my God, that feels forever. Yeah. Is that normal? Yeah. Two months. Now, Penelope said something that kind of made me laugh. And she, well, they... <laughs> They were like, P, do you know how smart your auntie is? And she's like, who, which one? (laughs) (laughs) It was Um, great. They all toast to Kim. There's a cake that has a photo of her studying on it. Our Hansons. And and yeah, big Hanson shout out. And then, yeah, Kim's like, I walked away being like, I knew every last thing. So she's smart. Good for him. And then good for her. And Courtney's like, I'll never lose the quarantine five quarantine five. I couldn't hate you. I couldn't hate her anymore. I think (laughs) (laughs) Q five. Oh, somebody says it can even take longer when I took it. It was July and I didn't find out until November. (gasps) Wow. God, how does anybody survive that three month wait? Oh my God. Because of the curve. Okay. This is, that's tough. I give everybody credit. That would give me bad anxiety. Okay, last storyline. Here we go. We have Chloe's uterus <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on so display. We have Chloe, Tristan, Scott, Mason, Courtney, Kylie, and Kendall. They're all hanging out underneath a beautiful tree. Um, Tristan walks in talking about how he got tested. They want us to know in every scene. Oh, they're very, they think they're really pulling, pulling the wool over our eyes. Oh, my test went great. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's like fine. It's just, I'm seeing it on every single reality show that they're like, we got tested. We got tested. We got tested. We had a test. It's like, we had a test. We had a test. Great. I don't I appreciate it. It's better than the alternative, but it is tiring. But it's also like such a, just a constant reminder, like, especially for things that are going to come out next year. It's just like, we'll never get away from this time. Um, I would love for them to hear like I've isolated, but we're not getting. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's there. It's the best we're going to get from them. Um, So we then, yeah. And Chloe calls him a diva about how he says the testing's uncomfortable. Then we get our very first Chloe and Tristan confessional. Yes. Oh, huge deal. Big deal. Wearing so much makeup. He looks wild. His little shirt is strange. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it's a big body to dress, but he just feels makeup. He's nervous and kind of like his energy kind of was too much. I was like, yeah, it was awkward. I just was like, I'm happy that they're together. Like, I'm fine with it. I'm happy if she's happy. But I was just like, oh, this confessional feels a little too soon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They They feel like, yes, here we are. And he's like, so animated and i'm sure it's a lot but woof. yeah well chloe tells him that kim every time she posts a picture of true kim's like she needs a sibling and so chloe's like okay i guess now's the time and he's like <laughs> it's just also so funny that it can never be like 
I really want to do this because I've thought about what I want from us in our life together. It's like my sister's bullying me. So let's have a baby. I guess I'm going to need you to jerk off and come in a cup for me. Uh. Uh, um, but we do learn, you know, they've had a lot because the NBA season was mostly canceled that, you know, they got a lot of time together. It was the silver lining. And yes, so somebody said, mentioned his other son, the son that never gets mentioned, mentioned his parenting, um, his other kids. And and yeah, you know, she she feels like they've seen, even though they're not together romantically, she's seen so much growth and change in him. So she, you know, we announced that, they announced that they're not having children, they're not making children the old fashioned the old way. fashioned way so what she did she got a head start tristan is ecstatic uh, and chloe we hear has frozen her eggs a few months ago and so the plan is is the plan is to make embryos uh to defrost them thaw them out and then they'll she's ready to do the pregnancy thing again Yep. And he's so excited. He's like, it's one step closer to getting the family back together. She doesn't have to do that, especially with me. She could do it with whoever she pleases or whoever she falls in love with again. I don't know, but it better be me. Oh my God, this run. And even she's like, okay. <laughs> God, it's so, I, it's so interesting how in most of their relationships, at some point, the man is the person who they're like trying to make a man love them. But after a while, it's like the desperation that flips and then the men are like, please don't leave me. Please love me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's just so it's fascinating. Yes, it's it's so much. It's so this whole to do is so much. Then and then trying to like because it's clearly like unpackageable, whatever their deal is. And so yeah. they're trying to like make it sound to us like, yeah, and this is the plan. This is what we're doing. And it's like, we don't know this. This is a whole different thing to yeah. us. And it's very, it's it's shrouded in a lot of money and a lot of like tabloids and stuff. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the way it's going. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the next thing is with Chloe and Khadija, we find out some bad news that none of Chloe's eggs that she had previously frozen survived the thawing. And so now she has to do a whole new egg retrieval process and they're going to make new embryos. So instead of just freezing the eggs, when they retrieve them, they're going to mix them with sperm and hopefully be able to freeze those embryos. And she's on site. And you can see that it's, it's stressful. I would be so yeah. disappointed too. Yeah. It's a lot. I, while I have not done this, I know women who have, various versions, IVF, egg freezing. And it is, yeah, especially like, I thought this was a really, we talked about this before, like when she talks about, um, talked about it when we talked about it last week, like, I think that this is a, a, a very cool thing to share and that she goes into the, even the, like the details of it. And then we get this, you know, shot of her at home, self-shooting, crazy filtered, but, you know, talking about what it's like to give yourself the injections for the hormones. And she talks about how it doesn't really bother her, but that the hormones themselves, that, that description of being like plumped up with the hormones, I've heard that from, from another person in my life where it's like this feeling of like, you are to the brim, you know, like just this like puffed up ball of hormones. Um, and we learned that she's on triple the amount than she was on initially because they really want to get, you know, the most perfect eggs, you know, the biggest, yeah. best eggs. And then she gives herself the shot. That I think this is a very personal thing to share. And I, six I thought it was shots a day. I don't, I, I, <sighs> that's, you know, I've, I've, 
I think I understood what it was. And then to see her, I'm like, oh no, it just seems so, so hard. Um, and the procedure uh, is like, is I, I was the thing I didn't know is like the extraction procedure is a big procedure. Like, you know, it's not nothing. It's, it's very easy for it to be like, yeah, test two babies and IVF and you hear the term so much. So I think that it was, this was a very like personal thing to share. And I'm sure resonated with like a lot of couples, women, um, people wanting to be pregnant. Um, and then we have her heading to the egg retrieval process with Tristan. She feels so stuffed, tender everywhere. It's she has her so chauffeur, Tristan. It's so funny when they're walking in together and he's like, I think he touches her shoulders and she's like, stop, God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she is like, the hormones are really like doing her in. She's in no mood. <laughs> she wakes up. She uh, and Tristan's there to do his delivery. He'll give his sperm. They can mix it up on site. Um, and yeah, Chloe wakes up. They retrieve 12 eggs. They're very happy. But there was a little hiccup with my heart. Uh-oh. Oh, that's scary. I don't yeah. know what that means. But if you went under and then you were told you had a hiccup with your heart, that's very scary. Um, so the she stays and they yeah. do some extra tests and all of that. Uh, Tristan annoys her, but he's very hyped. Uh, so then <laughs> hyped is the perfect word. <laughs> so Kim and Chloe, the next scene, it starts off with Chloe being like, oh, I see your vagina. You got to tan that barracuda. You should come out here when no one's around and put that little thing in the sun. I was like, Jesus, Chloe, what are you talking about? Chloe. Honestly, I don't think you should tan your vagina. I felt, okay, see, I'm very glad we could talk about it. I was very confused. <laughs> I was like, is I assumed I missed something. I was like, it wouldn't make sense to tell someone to tan their vagina. No woman in history has ever talked about the need for me to ever tan my vagina. We're told to do many things that we don't need to do with our bodies. But that was one, especially in that region. But I was just like, is this a thing too? Do you what remember when people were sunning their buttholes? <laughs> it was like sentence? a a very short uh, trend of yoga people <laughs> just getting out and just pointing their buttholes to the sky to get a little <laughs> 15 minutes of sun on their buttholes. Pointing their buttholes to the sky. It was real. I'm not making it up. Okay. Heliotherapy, somebody says. Thank um, you, Rachel. <laughs> Tan so we learn <laughs> tanning. That's very funny. <laughs> so we learned that um, Chloe spoke to Dr. A, who we've seen many times in the show after their blood panels came back and she was told, you know, before we were to impregnate you with these embryos that we've made, would want to let you know that there was a high chance of miscarrying 80%, which is very high. Yeah. Um, and it's bad news. It's bad news for Chloe. And she says, you know, all I'm trying to do is bring more love into the family. She's like, she's really running into roadblocks and she's discouraged. And this is, I think, a very sweet moment. Kim talks about how, you know, what a joy surrogacy was for her, how she loves her kids exactly the same, that they both also have, they know what it's like to give birth, which is an amazing thing, but that at the end of the day, it doesn't change how you feel about your children. And I found all of this very insightful. Like, yeah, that's nice to hear. But we um, also, you know, she's like, she really, she's also heartbroken, I think, at learning. She's like, I really can't believe this is happening. And she loved being pregnant and, you know, breaks her heart to not potentially be pregnant again. I tell you what, Chloe's been dealt a bad hand when it comes to families. Mm -hmm. Like her parents divorced when she was very young. Uh, her first marriage was, you know, 
doomed from the start. She, I assume, probably wanted to get married, I mean, get pregnant then, and then had a lot of complications. Then she finds this guy. She's like, he's the one. And then he's like cheating on her. It's just like, oh, like, yeah, uh, I don't, it's I don't, lot. I feel a lot of sympathy for her. Yeah. Yes, it's a lot. She she's trying. She just really wants this. You know, a lot of people just want this kind of simple sounding concept, but it's not that easy. Um, and then we get this last update. We have uh, Chloe and Kim chatting at the Malibu house. What's the update? Let's get a uterus update. And we learned Chloe has three beautiful shining embryos. Dr. Wong called and I find this wild I, that, you know, the that you that because she says she has three healthy uh embryos one girl two boys kim says oh it's interesting that's actually about me because i had one girl and three boys um when they <laughs> she's like amazing you know? four kids and chloe's like i we don't know that we're having four kids and then <laughs> oh, yeah, chloe's through, like, hang on <laughs> through this whole conversation courtney is looking at her nails yeah <laughs> courtney's like sucks to be you guys she literally it's like they <laughs> They do a close-up of her, like looking at her nails. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. So we, but this is good news. They're like deep into the planning of like, well, there's gotta be sisters and they gotta be close. So I'll take the girl first. And it's so funny. We talk about this many times too. They're so obsessed with gender and uh, the family is so obsessed uh, and with recreating what they had. Yes, exactly. And it's is just, they came from a family of four kids. They don't count Kendall and Kylie very clearly. So they think they want that, <laughs> you know, they yes. like, you have to have the kids with this. Like it's so, so clear. They're like, have the kids with the same father because they clearly do not think Caitlin's kids are the same, but yes. they never say it. Right. It's Someone not- said that in the chat that it's like, they're so obsessed with continuing to have children with their same, this person they had their first child with. Like but it's, it's like, kind of fucked up about Kendall and Kylie though. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, that's not the same thing. And we don't want that. Uh -uh." (laughs) No, no, they don't count. Um, (laughs) Look, they're great and they have money, blah, 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 blah. They're not us. They're not us. I'm sure that conversation has happened after a late tequila night. I mean, they're not us. They're not Not us. Kardashians. Um, Um, So that concludes our recap, right, Jess? That's it. That's the whole thing. We did it. I know people said that they were impressed that we didn't pause and read comments, but look, we had a lot of storyline to get through and we're rusty. Already like a 90 minute episode. We think we did it. We really did it. I cannot believe how many people hung in. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I feel like I've already like given given all my mushy thank yous. Yeah. This, this was such so, a thrill. So fun for us. Thank you guys for hanging out with we'll do this again because this has been truly the, the most, most fun, fun of all quarantine. And <laughs> Um, and then this episode will be released on Monday, but I, I'll have to see about adding the Q and a, it's a pretty long episode. So maybe this will just be for us. Yeah. It might just be a gab for us. Yes. Um, but yeah, that, this was so fun. Truly. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and, and Marcy's heart. Yes. I'll speak on behalf of, um, what an absolute joy. What a fun dream of a Friday. What wonderful people we get to, uh, share this with. Yeah, so. Thanks for being with us. I'm sure this is exactly what Kris Jenner imagined when she spawned this show. (laughs) She just wants women talking about her and we're gonna. 
I'm, I'll tell you what's up. Somebody asked what my spritzer was. It was great. It was very weak. I'm going to go have a martini. That's what's about to happen. Yay. So in honor Where's of Tim? Tim, he's Tim. right there. <laughs> he Tim. can't hear you. Tim. He's nibbling. Um, <laughs> thank you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Friday, wherever you are in the world. And um, we'll do this again. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>